You're listening to But, but First, a Big Brother podcast hosted by super fans Nick, Press, and Jill. I, I fumbled a lot to it. Whatever it is, what it is, yo. You get loud. Yeah, is that good? I was like, yo, you hit me? Is that good or bad? Laughing at me, bro. No, they're not. They're not Are they laughing at me because no, I suck? No, they're oh. laughing at you, Enzo. Oh. Like, bro, that was like a classic, like, oh, here, this is the end. I was like, they're laughing at me, bro. No, they're not laughing at you. And they threw me off with the laughing and the, the time. Yeah, you, you can do yeah. people. So you need to understand yeah. that people aren't laughing at you. We made it one full season of But First, a we Big Brother it. podcast. Congratulations, everybody. Thank Congrats you. I think we're the real all-stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after the season we had to endure, again, the pod was a, was so great and wonderful this year for so many reasons. Um, but the season we had to endure, like, we deserve more than $500,000. <laughs> if only. <laughs> well, I have some, um, yeah, I was taking a trip down memory lane of But First Season 3 um, <laughs> the last couple days. And it's really funny, like, if you listen to the first episode. <laughs> to like last week's it's just funny to see the journey we were on we didn't know we had no idea while we're talking about it i i want since i've been doing a little bit of strolling down memory lane of the pod why don't we just flash back to that moment and let our audience hear uh what our predictions were all right you know i think ian I think, and I really hate to say this, <laughs> I think Cody stands the greatest chance of winning. Oh, I think Danielle has a good shot. Who do you think will be the first person evicted? I, I have a feeling it'll be Kevin and Keisha, and Keisha will be the first voted out. Oh my God. But uh, mark my words, listeners, Keisha, my girl, she's going to be first out. Wow. Big, bold statement, bold statement. Yeah, bold statement. The truth shall set you free. Nick, that is insane. I know. Wow. I don't even know what to think of that. I was very proud of you. I, you know, I feel like I had some correct predictions throughout the pods and, and predicting, like, listening back. But you really, like, you struck it. Like, you hit a home run, I think. Because yeah. I mean, I don't know if either of us has ever predicted who would win before. Like, no. we always pick, like, we're always like, Zakia. <laughs> 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 we always pick, like, someone who goes home, like, pretty early. So yeah. um, I, I'm really proud of you. It's a good Thank job. You. Well, it was a weird, it was like a very weird week besides basically last night, which was the finale. So I don't even know if we need to do anything but get to the finale. Right. Like, is there anything to recap? Well, we had a double recap episode. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They tricked you guys into watching another one. So HOH part one, we, we saw Nicole. Wait, we saw that in the, that fake recap episode, (laughs) So um, that was wait. That was, yeah, that was Monday, and then oh, right in the Monday recap, and then Wednesday night we got to see Hoh Part Two. So we saw 
Um, what I could not, I didn't understand what the competition was. Like, I was like, what? I, I was like, this looks really hard. I don't understand. How are they going to be able to get those pigs, like, out of the way? But then once yeah, I was very confused. It, I got Enzo it. was very confused. And I like that Cody was like, oh, well, I'm just going to not try to do the balance beam on the way back. I didn't realize you could do that. Like, duh. Yeah, you just jump off and then you yeah. get back on. He's, I don't want to say he's smart, but he's got these comps figured out. Yeah, like it's funny because I was thinking about that last night with the, um, which we'll get to H2H3, but it's hilarious that this guy doesn't know what the word ripe means, but like he is killer in these memory comps. He's definitely like a BB savant. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I mean, I know you have nothing else to do in that house but study and think about what happened that day and they talk about it over and over again. But I mean, he's really good at all of those competitions like anything that was memory based like he's he didn't make like a single mistake so it's pretty impressive to me but like okay so they do the weird pig thing and then the pig things and and enzo's score was 40 minutes and cody's was four (laughs) i mean the poor thing but you know, so Cody blew him out of the water, and then Cody's uh, Enzo's reaction was just kind of gross. Like, I get it, you're disappointed, but like, it was, it was just like you at that point. Like, if you want it, you want to kind of be a little happy, you know? Right. It, I know it's a weird position. To even be Nicole in. was crying; she didn't know what to do. <laughs> it just also made me sort of like uncomfortable. I don't know. He was yelling at himself a lot and it was and he did say like Cody this isn't about you and I truly believe it had absolutely nothing to do with Cody but it just was weird behavior that continued um throughout the night which we'll get to but you know as a 42 year old gentleman it just felt weird I was trying to put myself in his shoes of like okay well yeah if you're 42 and you left your two kids behind to go do this thing all summer and then or fall and then you think you're not successful at at it like are like maybe if you're you know me being the virgo who like hated myself for spelling committee wrong for like (laughs) years and years and years like maybe that's the way you do it but i just think i personally would have chosen a different style where i would have gone like into like the other room and like I don't know, smacked myself or something. But he was even but doing he that. Was, he did go into the other room and he was that's just true, like, yeah. send me home, yo, send me. It was just like, okay, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good for Cody. And that was really funny to see his score. Yeah. Um, and then they moved on to HOH3. Well, we, Which, we, got, we saw, I mean, I guess we saw Julie live the whole night, but like we then cut to live, right? To go to three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, just, you know, to do it sort of early in the episode, um, Julie's dress is fine, like a nice black dress or whatever. But I think we have someone else we really need to talk about their what they look like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just someone needs to explain to me what Nicole was wearing. That's all. I liked it on the top. I was not expecting it to be like a full outfit. Like I thought she was wearing a really long pink blazer that would be over some like really like short shorts or something mm-hmm. um and then it was like a total outfit like onesie blazer <laughs> whatever you know what like i have just grown to accept nicole i just wow. have to you know put love into the universe oh yeah wow. is that what's happening 
no, I did not love the top, and I did not love it when she stood up. And what I did love was that she's basically wearing, she was wearing, like, the same shade as Janelle, but Janelle looked, like, a million times more oh amazing, even on a Zoom. <laughs> um, and if that's the dress that production got her, Nicole, because she was requesting a new dress, like, wow. Rough. Wow. I thought Danny looked amazing oh. both at Danny the finale yeah. and during the jury deliberation. Yeah, he looked great. He looked great. She almost looked like overdressed. You like the same oh, way that like, Janelle was a little overdressed for at home. Like yeah. it was great. Like everybody, nobody else was like looking as fancy as Danny. Yeah. And Enzo was just like in a hoodie. Like <laughs> yeah. the, we ran such like a, a weird span of outfits last night. Like, yeah, Janelle was insanely overdressed, but I loved it because she looked great. And then Enzo, who's a finalist, is wearing a gray hoodie. Yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, Cody was wearing a t-shirt and a duster sweater. Like, <laughs> you know, it's... I No, I, the men did not show up. No, no, I will say this. I think they need to go back to having the final two be decided before the finale so that people can prepare not only their outfits, but their speeches and the jury can prepare proper questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, can you tell me, like, when did that change? Season 11. Oh, is there a reason or they just thought it would be more interesting? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. It was season 11, right? With Kevin and Jordan I don't and remember. Natalie. Mm, I don't think so. Because I thought in Rachel Riley's season when she won against Portia, it was a final two situation. Adam wasn't sent home right then. I, I don't remember. I thought he was. I'm pretty sure... I know 100% for a fact, so maybe they've gone back and forth on what they do, but I know 100% season 11, Kevin, um, he was cut right then, finale night, final three, and he was so flustered, and he didn't know what to do, and that's why he voted for Natalie, because he was like, I don't know, like, he didn't have a second to think, Mm, and like... He would have voted for Natalie anyway, he's terrible. Maybe not, though, I think, like, when people, you saw what happened last night, like, I think when you have some time with the jury to kind of let those people sway you, and and you have some time to think, and you're outside of the game for more than 10 minutes, Yeah, maybe you're a little bit less bitter, you know? So in the vinyl eviction or whatever the game was called, um, I thought that (laughs) at first I was like, I don't understand this game. And then Jill was like, it's two truths and a lie. (laughs) But I was like, I don't get it. I I think Nicole was a little confused as well because she got that first one wrong. And Cody did not miss a beat. Um, And again, he's just like was powerhousing through all of those questions like you could see him shaking his head yes and no as she read the questions yeah Yeah. he like didn't even have to think of anything and so he won and we went to a commercial break and when they came back nicole looked upset and i was like i feel like he told her during the commercial like i'm gonna vote you out yeah totally it was it was written all over her face and Jill, didn't you say? Yes. Um, so I read um, the I read the exit interview from Entertainment Weekly with Nicole today, and basically she confirmed that during the commercial, he basically started crying, and she, she you know was like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "I don't want to blindside you." And she was like, "What? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, I would take you. Like, I think she was. So I don't think he said the words like "I'm cutting you," but it was very like apparent. Mm-hmm. And, and like she, she was just so shocked, which I'm like, how could you be? It's like you have a 50-50 chance. How can you be that surprised to the point where you're like can't even make a speech? Um, but you and, know, it was 
it was really interesting. I thought she was going to go all the way. I really did. I thought that really? he would bring her um, and that I still, uh, you know, as I predicted in day one, like I thought he was going to win, but I thought she would get there too. <laughs> when he evicted her and he was stuck in the house with Enzo for another 20 minutes and Enzo just kept being like, yo, dog, this is me. She already got her money. She got that. This is our time, our moment. This is my dream, my wish. And I'm taking it back with me. I was like, oh my God, like. I, you know, Cody was kicking himself. He was like, I could have had 20 minutes of peace without you. <laughs> I don't, I really didn't think he was going to take her. Um, and I, oh, also in her exit interview, Nicole said she would have taken Cody, which is. Yeah. Is that true though? I, I just. Because the way she phrased it was, she was like, I didn't have a relationship with Enzo at the very least. She's like. I'd be getting second place or I would be giving Cody $50,000 and like, he's my friend. Right. But she wouldn't have just thought like, I have a way better chance. Right. Cutting, cutting Cody, bringing Enzo, I don't uh, know. you know, I just, whatever it didn't happen. So it doesn't matter. But I always wonder with those things, like, really, are you kidding me? Like, uh, I don't know. It felt super naive to me that she was so shocked. Of course, it's like emotionally upset. You're in the moment. You you think you're about to like go to the final two and have this shot at five hundred thousand dollars, and your friend sort of screws you over. But how could she have? I, I don't know. Like game wise, how could she not have thought? Well, Cody probably has a better chance against Enzo. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's what she she realized in her interview. Like, I guess I'm kind of. St- stupid to have thought that like of course uh, a final winner or a former winner they're gonna you know want to cut but it is kind of crazy how long how far she made it you know being one of the only two former winners although i incorrectly predicted that ian was gonna win so yeah um, i I said i said danny so i mean we got to the jury both everyone yes everyone we picked made it to jury um so Except only one of our picks won. Yeah, we know. Yeah, Nick, we know. (laughs) (laughs) I and I do have to say, um, I I thought Cody's answers to the jury questions were pretty good, and like I think he was really spot on when he said like his game had totally changed the first time from the first time around, and he had no strategy back then, and he played totally strategically this year. I thought it was like spot on. Yeah, I hated the questioning though because it's like who's the one person you want to ask a question to and then they're like cody how did your game change and then they're like they go to the next person they're like david what's your question he's like enzo same question it's like what just say you're asking just cut the number of questions in half that you're asking and but but say both of you answer this question like i just don't get this whole and you don't even really The questions were weird. I don't know if the jury writes the questions and then they like decide on which ones are going to get asked. But clearly the way they read them, none of them knew what they were going to be asking. Right. Again, because they didn't know who would be in the final two. And it's just more for like why I feel like they need like the final two needs to be finalized before we get into it. Like I want, you know, the the jury to be like Enzo, like, you know. You're sitting here because of blah, 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 blah. Like, what did you do? Like, instead, they're like, Cody, tell us, what three things are you responsible (laughs) for that we do not know? It's like a bad bad job interview question. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then, like, Cody, like, when he 
already answered half their questions by the time they got to them. So then yes. he's kind yeah. of forced to repeat himself because it's like, well, I kind of already included this in my previous answer, but sure, I'll hammer it home. Uh, it's so weird. It, the way they used to do it, it's not like that last juror would then be in jury for a week. It could be like two days, but that would be enough time for them to know, okay, it's Cody and Enzo. Let's put together our questions. It would give Nicole some time to like lick her wounds and all that. But um, I mean, thankfully she wasn't a bitter juror, but like, I mean, I'm sure she's fairly bitter, but like, she, you know, she, it didn't reflect in her vote. Um, and I do think like the right, I guess the right person won for those final three, but I don't know. Yeah. It still could just be like, I don't even if, okay. Even if they didn't get down to a final two, they could still prepare questions for all three of them. And I don't know why right. the producers wouldn't want it to be personal. Like Christmas, right. you know, saying to Cody, like, you screwed me over. Like, you know what I mean? More direct questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on Survivor, they do a good job. of that. Yeah, like exactly. And on Survivor, they'll sometimes be like, I don't have a question for this person. Like they hate the person so much that they only focus on. Yes. They're like, I'm only going to ask this to the person I believe played the best game. So, yep. you know, like, <laughs> and they um, will sometimes not even ask a question. They'll just make a statement. And it's like, yeah. ooh. Um, and they're, they're allowed to then respond to the statement. But, like, I, I kind of like that format a little better because they strike a good balance of, like, okay, I'm not bitter anymore. I'm going to vote. But I still want to know why the hell did you lie to me about this or that. Like, they never bring any of that into the Big Brother questioning, at least not in recent years. So then, yeah, we saw Enzo, like, really just losing it during those commercial breaks. Oh, okay, yeah. Nick, can you explain how that, what happened? Okay, that was hysterical. So Enzo gave a terrible speech. And people were laughing because he was just doing his thing. And he was like, they're laughing at me, yo. They're laughing at me. Oh, my God, I'm a joke to them. They're laughing at me. And Cody was like, they're not laughing at you. He's like, "They're, they're just appreciating you like you're to them you're enzo this is who you are so they're just Mm -hmm. laughing and he then just was like he wouldn't stop every break he would would just be like yo i can't believe they were laughing at me he's got some that's like some deep-rooted issues yeah like i said i i just think he has a lot of chips on his shoulder which we all know sort of the reasons why i suppose but it felt so the behavior just felt so weird and the fact that this like younger kid had to be like hey it's okay like they're not laughing at you like it just (laughs) I know I really like again we're not anyone's like biggest fans I guess of these final three but like the last couple episodes just made me be like all right I guess Cody's like I kind of like him I don't know like he I don't know maybe he's matured a little bit he's still like a little bit of a doofus and he doesn't know the meaning of simple words but i'm so glad you guys called it out to me because i was watching a little i delayed starting it so that i'd be able to fast forward which i shouldn't have done because then it's like i had to tell you guys where i was at when we're texting but because i was trying to catch up like whenever it would cut to julie and she'd be like when we return uh we'll do this i was just like ah okay okay and i was like scanning ahead so i totally missed both times that enzo was like freaking out like that before the breaks and so when he told me I was able to go back and I, I watched it and John and I were just laughing so hard at like what a nutcase he sounded like like it was just funny yeah, yeah. Uh, and he brought it up well maybe they asked him I guess in his exit interview like about that and he was he just said the exact same thing he was like I was just confused as like what the laughing was about 
I have to say, this is the first year I have not watched any exit interviews. Didn't I, watch, I don't. They watched, didn't do the backyard ones, I guess. But yeah, I only watched Nicole's because um, I just, you know, I was interested to see what she was going to say, and I watched hers with like Us Weekly or OK Magazine mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, well, and I saw that clip you sent about of Davon. Um, yeah. So, well, one. Devon won America's Favorite Yay. Player. Congrats, Congrats. Um, She's the first black person to win America's Favorite Player after Amazing. 22 seasons. So that's good for her. Great for everybody. But like also like, geez. I watched some of her exit interview and this was really interesting. She was like, well, she's like, uh, I had the, she was talking about being in the jury house and she was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Danny was so fun to be with. And, you know, she was definitely like campaigning for Cody a lot. She's like, Kevin and I are no longer friends and David and I are not friends. And then they like, were like, what? Like, what, like, why aren't you and Kevin friends? And she was like, he has something against me. Uh, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they were like, why aren't you and David friends? And she said, he blames me for everything that went wrong in his game. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame her for everything. I think they both had a hand in each other's poor games this year, but I don't think you can really blame anyone else. You know what I mean? Like, I think they both made mistakes, but um, I don't understand the Kevin thing at all. I need to know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying that. It might have to do with like how because he is half black and he's half Japanese and mm-hmm. that um, the comments were saying that he felt underrepresented by mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I do think I, I saw a conversation with him and David after after Davon left where he said that. Someone on Twitter says he said he didn't have a problem with Davon, but he did say people are different when cameras are off, except Tyler, who is the same. (laughs) Uh, America's runner-up favorite player. I couldn't believe it. I can't believe it. Ugh. Insane. I did like when um, Christmas showed up in the jury and like they showed everybody hugging her, but they cut between her and Danny. So we don't even know what happened there. And then like, Davon and Christmas immediately got into like what's personal and what's game and what's personal game information. And I was just like, I love this, but also it's super awkward, but also there's no such thing as personal when you're playing a game. Another thing that was interesting was that Cody's unanimous win was the second only in big brother history. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. And then I was like, Oh, was it, was it Cody and Derek? And then I realized, Oh no, it was Dan. I said Derek too, like when I was watching. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, it was Dan. If anyone deserved it in any season, honestly, Cody did. Like, especially he really, with what he did last night, like he just kept proving that he deserved it. And so, my favorite thing that he said was, you know, he's like, actually, Enzo has been on the block tonight. Mm -hmm. That was a good comment. I was like, wow. And like talking about jury management, like he, I don't understand how he had so many alliances. I don't understand it. And like how he just like escaped it completely unscathed. Like no one, I don't understand. Like, aren't people constantly talking in that house and like talking to each other? Like, I don't understand how he didn't, but I mean, good kudos to him because yeah. like, he did a really great job, but yeah, he's like, I had a final two. Like, he, he had a final two with Nicole Memphis and Enzo 
And I, I'm like, probably Danny, too. Like, you know, there was probably like a ton. It's like, I guess you just you have to do that. But I, I don't know. Nick, what do you think you would do? Like, I'm totally going to be like, yeah, final two. But like, I'm not going to commit to that. It's just like whatever mm. is going to keep me safe. So it's like if somebody's like, do you want to be my final two? I'll be like, yeah, sure. But then if, some, and then if somebody else is like final two, I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But uh, I, we, we're going to need to work on this. But then you lie and be like, no, uh, Jill, I never said that to Praz. I never said I would be her right. final year. Like she's lying. And then I'll use some information that Praz told me and be like, and she also thinks that you threw the food competition. Right, right. Okay, okay. But we, we have what we did discuss last night, which I do think is very true. If you're ever going to compete in something like, what was it called? Vinyl eviction, whatever. You got to get this memory games going. I know. I'm so bad with memory stuff. And that just is so specific. I know. And it was the, I thought they were going to do what the bleep or yeah. um, the did they say this or this and they didn't. And it's the, it feels like almost the easiest HOA because of what we know of how they, you know, constantly study and they just are so aware of what happened when and all that, that to me, it was like, Oh, this is actually like the other HOH has always felt like a crapshoot. Like, you know, because I feel like, like if Davon wanted to be like, the worst thing in the house was when, oh, and, then, yeah. you know, and then it's like, you had to guess what, did she say this or that? Yeah. It's like, that's so like, they could have just been cheeky in that moment or they like, it's so hard and it doesn't prove that, you know, your like housemates at all, but at least this competition, I thought it was going to be too, when you guys were talking and you were like, it's two truths and a lie. I thought it would be like, Davon has a daughter named Cadence. Um, <laughs> Davon is an acting coach uh, or Davon has like a butterfly tattoo or whatever it is. And yeah. like you would, I would love that because I feel like part of the game really should be like, how well did you get to know your house guests and all that? True. But it, it was tro- totally just based in like fact. And I guess that's, nice um and that's why obviously we saw like cody excelled and all that it was great but nick i don't know i don't know if you're ready but i have a game for Uh you tonight okay let's see how prepared you are oh my god this is so exciting okay so i have um actually like a couple different games because i really did think they were going to play what the bleep and i started writing this like before um but then they played something else but jill you can play too um but the, first, it. Okay, <laughs> the first little game i have for you future bb contestants is a little game of before or after Ooh. okay and this is actually it's it's bb related it's podcast related it's how well do you know yourself so um here we go i'm gonna give you the first question nick and jill did julie malfunction and say the last person to sit down is evicted. I'm kidding. Before <laughs> or after she said, Danny, you looked so pretty last week. Before. After. Answers are locked. Nick, you got it. Before. Yep. He said, oh, God, this is why I can't play this game. Like, <laughs> yeah, so on the first night when they were all hugging and stuff, oh, she's like, Hauska, oh, sit down. Got it. Okay. Last person yep. to sit down is evicted. Got I'm it. kidding. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is a but first related question. Ooh. 
Did Praz crunch the numbers in Janelle's makeup bag before or after Jill crunched the number of relationships on Big Brother and The Bachelor? After. Before. Answers are locked. (laughs) Nick, you got it. After. It both happened on episode three, but... um, they were the same episode, but wow. yeah. <laughs> okay, last before and after. Did Nick incorrectly place Minnesota on the U.S. map before or after Crawford said Danny should have beat Evil Dick in season eight? Before. Um. After. Answers are locked. <laughs> Nick, three for three. Yes. Oh my god, Nick, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's not that hard when it's uh, trivia that's about you. <laughs> so I hope you liked that game, Nick, and I hope you're feeling a little more prepared mm-hmm. for next season. But I have another little game for you guys. Um, it's really what I thought the final HOH was going to be last night, which is what the bleep, but they didn't play that. Um, this year, but we're going to play it <laughs> this year. So I have some selects from some of our earlier episodes, and I okay. you guys might want to guess what was in what Ooh. was. So what is it? Like, it's like you're going to cut, and not, we have to guess what was said next? You're going to want to guess what I bleeped out. Uh, oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. You ready? Yes. I will say I think that Quarantine has made me so. I will let's see. Quarantine has made Jill. <laughs> oh, Nick, don't be too mean. <laughs> um, damn, Jill, do you know the answer? I think my guess is something like, um. I think this was towards the beginning of the pod and I said something to the effect of like made me really excited for this season. I think it'll be Jill said uh, quarantine has made me excited for anything new. Ah, All right. Let me play it back for you. Julie usually does a multiple choice, but I didn't. You guys, you guys are pretty good though. Here we go. I will say, I think that quarantine has made me super excited about the season. Good job, Jill. Wow, look at that. Finally got something, right? Yeah, I'd give that point to Jill if we were keeping score. (laughs) Okay, so here's another what the bleep. Get ready. I will say looks great. He looks completely different, but he looks great. I know who it is. Memphis. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got it. I will say Memphis. <laughs> great. <laughs> I need you to hear what you said about Memphis and how hilarious it is um, in the wake of him just being grumpy old man all season. So listen to this. Completely different, but he looks great. <laughs> and he feels genuine and eager to play. Like, that's what I really liked about his like his energy and everything about him. Like it felt like he was happy to be there. <laughs> that jump he did at the end of the AH competition, I was like, okay, good for you, Dad. Like <laughs> about him just feels really genuine, and I was I, and 
Isn't that amazing? Disgusting. Yeah. Delete the files. Meanwhile, he's 37. <laughs> I know. Um, here we go. He is, in my opinion, one of the best players of Big Brother. Oh. Tyler. I guess. I guess. Nick feels very confident about that. Tyler is, <laughs> in my opinion, one of the best players of Big Brother oh. ever. Oh. What? <laughs> Jill, like being like, no, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he well, was. It was very, you know, for Tyler's season, he that was one of the best games played ever. But sure, you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice, dearie. <laughs> I do have a couple more questions. They're not bleeped, but I want you to just guess who are, who are we talking about here? Okay. Um, so here we go. Instead, he had to align himself with all these terrible people. And for that, I just, I, I can forgive, but I will not forget. <laughs> I will not. I know who. No, I don't. Kevin. It, I was talking about season 11 and oh. how he, he aligned with like <laughs> Natalie. Yep. That's right. That's right. Good job, Nick. I mean, I, these are all you, but like, <laughs> oh, pretty good. All right. Um, here's another one. Who are we talking about here? I, uh, I, I find her unnecessary for this season. Chris, um, I find her unnecessary is probably um, Nicole Anthony, but I'm just trying to think. My guess is Christmas. No, see, I never said a bad thing until later. <laughs> um, I'm going to say mm, mm, Nicole Anthony. Close. It was Nicole Franzel. Really? Wow. Yeah, you were just like, we just saw her. (laughs) So that's it for questions. And I'll say, Nick, you did really well. I'm very impressed. I think you might be ready for Big Brother. Oh! (laughs) Got to get your casting tape together. We've got to get... We've got to get you trained on some puzzles i think and endurance we're gonna build that wall in your backyard and i think some of your mental games are really my my mental is building as we speak endurance yes you know i go to crossfit every day at 6 a.m and um well i used to the tape the cast i hate saying the word tape but like um I heard that there might be a time limit on it too. Three minutes. Three minutes. Uh, three minutes. It's a bit of a dance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. So yeah, we got to start storyboarding it. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that you know we ended the season not being super excited about where we were at. I think we're going into next season excited to see Nick on screen. Um, but I. <laughs> to just take a quick stroll again and just have you guys hear some flashbacks from episode one and episode two of what first okay so we heard in what the bleep we heard jill say how super excited quarantine was making her for big brother but we were all pretty excited so i'm just gonna play back some audio you guys feel free to react um as you see fit okay I'm just excited to see Julie Chen, see what style she's going to wear this year. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, I'm so excited for this season. I love this cast. I <laughs> oh my god! I'm really excited to see what happens and potting with all of you. The day I saw, the morning I saw the Instagram post, I was just like, yes. like, like finally something to look forward to. <laughs> Sad, but true. And there obviously won't be a live. No, no audience. But um, I could see like maybe they do a socially distant stage interview when when they come out, and oh. you know she doesn't h- shake their hands and they don't hug her. You know, wow, right. And- She's just gonna be sitting on her chair, like that's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna really make it the full season this time. Nick, 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 I'm in it. Um, what else do you have to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're listening to Big Brother. What else do you have to do? <laughs> so true. I'm- and I just have to say right off the bat that this was one of the best episodes of Big Brother. <laughs> long time and certainly one of the best premieres in a long time it had energy it was different like the pandemic has forced Allison Grodner to do something different (laughs) oh my god it was it was a very good premiere yes it was but I just think it's hilarious how quickly and like drastically our opinions change. i know i know look we were high high hopes for the minute and it they did we were very we were let down but i'm glad that we everybody was let down and yeah. it wasn't just me i feel like this is was a season that unanimously the fandom was like wtf yeah you know besides seeing nick on next season what are some hopes we have maybe for next season what are our hopes and big brother dreams okay so one uh, it's small, but I think they need to rethink the finale key box <laughs> because it's so cumbersome that these people have to hide who oh they're voting God. for. It was it, like such a struggle for her. So weird. They should either be putting them in on the side so that like you're like inserting it into the box um, or maybe make it like a ball, like a lottery ball. So that like, you're just putting, you're dropping a ball in, into, a, into a thing. And then Julie can just like pull the balls out. Like she's reading the numbers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Or do it digitally or something, yeah. you know, like it would be great if it wasn't the keys and it was, you know, on the wall, really big and digital. And it was just like mm-hmm. Nicole voted for, and it's like, reveal your vote. And like, she pushes a button to reveal it or something like, right. Yeah. The- reason the key box for the finale is the way it is is because it's supposed to be like the one they used to use yeah they don't use that anymore so like i think even just the simplest change you're right would be inserting it from the side like why not like that would be so such a simple change and still have that like classic bb feel but um yeah sure i mean i i'm open to some new ideas of how they could present it too yeah, I think doing something completely different because they don't use the key box anymore. Those people probably didn't even know what the key box was. So, um, yeah, I'm. I would really like to change that. What about something you from a you know how to get a better game or or I kn- I think I know what you're gonna say about the makeup of the house. The casting needs to change. <laughs> um, they need to stop casting twenty year old people who just want to have a relationship. Um, they need to cast a wide range of diverse ages and people. 
and and find people who actually like want want to play a game and not people who are just looking for vacation. Like you can have some of those people, but come on. Um, I think that they need to change up the competitions and not make them so predictable so that people are looking forward to BB comics and Otev and like thinking there's going to be a double eviction. Like why not do a season without a double or instead why not do a season where there's uh, your HOH for three days and then, you know, it, somebody else's HOH for three days. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just something that like, especially towards the end, like just something that, so that people who think they're walking into the house and knowing like what's going on and also the for the viewers like you know exactly what oh okay it's gonna be a double it's gonna be a this mm-hmm. um just change it up right hire some people like some yeah. younger people that maybe have different ideas yeah that's yeah that's like pretty much what i was thinking you know i respect a long-running show that you know has employs a lot of great producers and I'm sure they're absolutely wonderful, but I just think maybe some new blood, um, something just different. Like I think the fans would still like the show. So I, I listen, there is this part of big brother that, you know, you love you, that you, they're going to do X, Y, Z competition every year. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but you could throw in other things throughout the way or, just change it up a little, like not even mm-hmm. that much. And I do think COVID, you know, who knows what that did to the casting in this year? Who knows what it being all stars made? Like maybe having a whole new crop of people will just inevitably change things next year and make us feel like, oh, yeah. we're back to a good game or whatever. Who knows? But it, it also has to do with it. When we actually talked about this with Crawford in one of our earlier episodes, like fundamentally, the producers do need to think about this big alliance gameplay. Yes. And how to get around that. And right. I think one thing is to stop showing specific seasons. Yeah. Don't show any seasons. If you're applying for the show, whether or not you were recruited or not, but you're like agreeing to be on the show. If you didn't do your homework, sorry, that's on yeah. you. Like I'm right. not, don't, don't give them that to watch in sequester because it's like, no, I think it's like let the super fans be the super fans and let the you know cocktail bartender instagram model people be themselves and you know see what happens i don't know seeing season 16 or whatever is helping anyone's game i would also like there to be more interactivity between the jury and the house so you know this year the jury like carved pumpkins and I was like, oh, that's cute. And I was like, you know, it would have been instead of doing that stupid um, comic book superhero challenge that meant nothing like it would have been more fun if like the jury like had to do something and then sent it over to the house and then the house guests had to pick their favorite thing. Like, let's say like that the jury like carved pumpkins and the house guests had to like just pick out their favorite and then that jury member you know, won $5,000 or something or like just something that kind of keeps you a little bit more invested with the whole crop of people or leads into like a different way of jury management. It just could be interesting. Yeah, You get the opportunity to like, if you're in the house, like you can spy, like one of the challenges, like you get to talk to a jury member or something. I don't know. I think that's probably cheap, but just some, anything that really just kind of changes it. 
not changes it, but does something that expect the unexpected. Yeah, something we're not expecting. Like yeah. triple eviction, like cool. That was like, I will say, like I was excited to see that mostly just so we could get rid of three people in one night. But, um, you know, that's not that unexpected, especially when you have Dr. Will in there telling them to think three moves ahead. It's like, right. Ugh, you know what would have been unexpected is if they had done the double eviction and then four hours later woke oh, them up to yeah. do another HOH competition. Yeah, like yeah. That to me would be really interesting. Prez, what are your thoughts for next summer? Well, besides seeing Nick, I just want to echo a lot of what you're saying, what the other fans are saying, but I wish it could go back to classic BB, but I, I don't think, I just think there's almost no way of that happening without you building a time machine because you know, the world's different. People are different. Um, social media didn't, ex- you know, it's just a very different world. I think that we're all living in. And I agree though, if they're going to have the cast reflect like such a younger generation and they're going to, you know, they're hoping, I guess, to draw in a younger audience, like the more desirable audience. It's like, yeah, they probably need to change up their staff a bit. I will say, I think that the comp set deck, whatever it is, a production design this season was really good. All things considered, considering COVID and just like the restrictions they probably had, like, even though I know they didn't do that, like final scale in the backyard where they're standing and, and, they didn't do all that, but I was really appreciated like the effort to build a record store in the middle. Yeah, that looked great. Like it was cute or whatever it was. Um, because in seasons past, they've totally just done like a booth where like they're sitting on opposite sides and they have like a thing that they So I, little things like that. I appreciated. I love, those are like some of my favorite parts of the game. Just seeing the different competitions, even though, yes, there are a lot of like repeats from previous seasons or even like stolen from survivor, but and vice versa, they do it too. But um, I would like to see different comps and um, that suit different skill sets. So like <laughs> we saw Davon stacking miniature beer cans. Like, that was so, that was a really fun one. Like I want, more surprising unexpected things like that like yeah that unexpected doesn't have to be like a triple quadruple eviction it can be like oh you never expected that we would i don't know what it could be like the new york times crossword puzzle (laughs) (laughs) not really but just something that's not like the traditional comp beast isn't gonna come in and dominate everything i just need some different i just need a variety more variety in there I agree. We can cross our fingers. What you know? What Julie would tell us to do: look to heaven, pray to God, <laughs> ask Him to grant our wishes. Well, next season, the season of the witch. <laughs> <laughs> so next season, if it's us potting, it'll just be me and Praz. Basically, like uh, we'll be like yelling at Nick from outside the house. Like we'll be like, "Oh, why'd he do this? Or why'd he do that?" Uh huh. No. I know, Nick, you're really going to have to, like, use your witchy powers to, like, hone in, like, use your ESP and be like, what are Jill and Pratt telling me right now? Because they know best. Yes, and we know my, when you guys write me a letter, (laughs) grandma's not doing too well. Oh, I better break up with my alliance. (laughs) 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 
I love it that they'll be like, um, who who wants to send Nick's letter and they're gonna go to your family? And we're like, no, we <laughs> Don is like, wait. It's just really funny. I'm gonna be like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, I wanna win the competition so I can see my kids or my dad, and I'm like, Oh, hey Jill, hey Press. <laughs> God, I love it. Can't wait. Although we'll miss you so much, but we have time to prepare. And it's only, as we know, three miles down the road. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm so happy that we did a full season. And of course, we'll be checking back in uh, sporadically just to talk about life, pop culture, the challenge, BB gossip. So don't unsubscribe. In fact... While you're there hovering over the unsubscribe button, why don't you go down to the review button and drop five stars? And I want to say drop five stars for Praz, who is producer extraordinaire. Oh my God, the producer of the year. You're the potty. She does everything. Thank you. Thank you. Praz kept the train going. Uh, Jill, thank you. Thank everybody, you know. Uh, Thank Jesus. Uh, as we say here on But First, the Big Brother podcast, the longest running Big Brother podcast in history, three miles down the road from the Big Brother house, I'm Nick. I'm Praz. I'm Jill. Always have faith. Good night. One more time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>